Welcome, friends, to a special bonus episode of the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show. I wanted to create this episode for some of you that are really going through a tough season and you're facing something where you feel like you just need to give up. And I want to encourage you to keep going even when it's tough. I am super excited because I just had a big win in my own life and I wanted to really just talk about that experience with you and to tell you what I learned through this process because I think it's going to help you. So what do you say? Let's dive into the show. You, my friend, were made for more. More than the managing of schedules, keeping up with kiddos, and holding down the home front. Welcome to the Mill Spouse Mastermind Show, the podcast that empowers you to get unstuck and craft a life with more meaning and less overwhelm. I'm your host, Christine, seasoned military spouse, mom of three, and your guide to designing a life you love and growing a purpose-fueled business as a military spouse. I believe you have something valuable to offer. And when you pursue the things that light your heart on fire, you trade frustration for fulfillment and isolation for a life of impact. It's time to discover who you are meant to be because together we can change the world. All right, friends, I am so excited to have this conversation. Just picture us sitting down together, enjoying a cup of coffee and talking through what you can do when you are in this place of discouragement. Something big happened for me this past weekend. If you follow me on social Or if you go back and you listen to episode 128 of the show where I talked about my big goals for 2023, then you might know what I'm talking about. But this weekend, I ran my first half marathon. And I was going through this experience. It was this amazing sense of accomplishing this goal that was not something that I just set out to do this year. It's been a dream that I have had for over 10 years. And to see that dream, that bucket list item become a reality in my life was such an amazing experience. And I want that for you. So so I want to share that experience with you and tell you some of the things that I learned Um, that I believe are going to help you with whatever it is that you are pursuing in your own life. So, So let me take you back over 10 years and I don't know when I first had this thought in my head. I think it was because I had decided I wanted to learn how to run because my husband was a big runner at the time and I had always thought Running looked intriguing, but I was not a good runner. I had tried a 5K and couldn't even manage to run the whole thing. And I set this goal for myself that I was going to complete a couch to 5K program. And as I was working towards that, I had this idea that I would like to run a half marathon someday. Maybe it was because I had some friends at the time that were running a half or my husband ran a half around that time frame. But I had this idea, I would love to do that too. But 
I cannot run and I need to start at square zero. And what happened over the last 10 years is a lot of obstacles got in the way. I set out to do my first couch to 5K and I got to that point where I could run a whole 5K and that was the first big one for me. Being able to run a whole 5K without having to walk was a big win at the time. But at the time, I was busy running my coffee shop and I just didn't have a lot of extra time in my schedule. I I had a million, million other things going on in my life and running was just not a priority. And over time, I kind of stopped running for a while. And then we moved again and I was like, okay, I'm going to pick this back up. I'm going to start learning how to run. And I started over on the Couch to 5K program. And I got to where I could run a 5K. But at the time, I had gotten pregnant with my first kid. And running was just getting more and more challenging to do. We lived on a big hill. And again... I gave up and I had a baby and trying to navigate life with and trying to figure out my husband was deploying how do I work out with this baby and I just never got back into running and then I got pregnant with my second kid and we ended up moving again and I was like okay I'm gonna figure this out and I bought the jogging stroller and realized that my kids were not at all happy being in a jogging stroller while I ran. And so uh, I kind of struggled to figure out, okay, how do I run when I am having two kids with me all the time who will not go into the jogging stroller? And it took me a lot of trial and error to kind of figure out, okay, what works for me? And and ended up being I could just run when I didn't have the kids with me. And so that meant I needed to get up early in the morning before my husband had to leave for work if I wanted to get a run in. And so I was like, okay, we're going to try this again. I'm going to start over with the Couch to 5K app and we're going to learn how to run. I start training, I start doing the app and lo and behold, we find out I am expecting again. So I finished the Couch to 5K app just as we get to the end of the first trimester and then I decide it's too difficult to keep it up and I stop again and then we move again. And so at this point, I've pretty much just kind of put that dream on the back burner. I don't know if it will ever happen, if I will ever run. We get a membership to the YMCA because they offer free childcare and I can just go work out at the gym And then COVID happens and we can no longer go to the gym. We are stuck at home with the kids 24-7 and I'm like, I need a mental and physical outlet for myself. And that is when I started getting back into running and I challenged myself once again, okay, we're going to do this Couch to 5K app because... Well, what else are we going to do, right? But at that point, I managed to get to complete 3.1 miles of running. And we were in the middle of an extremely 
stressful move and I was very tempted to give it up. But at this point, I've done how many rounds of Couch to 5K trying to get to be able to run three miles and I was like, I'm just going to keep going because that is what is available to me right now. That is my outlet. So I kept running and um, well, I did take a little bit of a break because if you go back and listen to some older episodes of the show, we were living in Guam and there are these blackbirds that during mating season will dive bomb your head if you are running. And so I definitely avoided running during that time period, but we kind of had moved there at the end of that season. So I was able to pick running back up pretty quickly and just focus on trying to get two to three miles in on a consistent basis. It wasn't that I was trying to do some major goal. I just wanted running to be something that I did consistently. And then I reached this point where I said to myself, okay, I can run three miles. What, what do I, where do I want to go from here? And so that is when I decided to do another app that would teach me to run for an hour straight. Now, All this time, I'm surrounded by people who run a lot, who run really quickly, and I am not a fast runner, but I was committed to doing the best that I could for myself. So I committed to learning how to run for an hour straight. And then I hit that goal, and I challenged myself to run a 10K. And then shortly after that, I injured my foot, and could not run for about a month and then we were preparing for yet another move so if you see this theme here babies moves all of these things are keeping me from being in a consistent rhythm and then as soon as I felt like I was making progress I injured myself and that took me out of the game and then again I was just tempted to give up completely But then I told myself, no, just keep going. Just be consistent with what you can do. So I got back into running after my foot healed. I was back into being able to run about three to four miles on a consistent basis. I kept that consistency up through our most recent move. And then I was like, okay, where am I at? And that's when I challenged myself last year you want to try to run six miles. And so I finally get to where I can run six miles. I've never run this far before. This is amazing. And yet when I compare myself to what all these other people can do, I feel frustrated and I feel like giving up. But then I had that dream at the back of my head. I have said off and on for the last decade plus, Someday, it'd be nice to run a half marathon. Someday, I would like to be able to run a half marathon. And I finally got to this point towards the end of last year that if I do not take action on this, if I do not actually sit down and say, yes, I'm going after this goal, someday is never going to happen. It is always just going to be something on the bucket list because while I'm hopefully not having any more babies that I'm aware of. We are going to continue to move. We are going to continue to have obstacles that try to get in my way, that try to 
break my rhythm, my consistency, my ability to continue to do the things that I want to do. And so at the beginning of January, I said, this is the year. This is the year that I am going to go after this goal of a half marathon. And honestly, at the back of my head, I kind of had this thought that, oh, I'm probably going to get injured again and I'll have to start over because that had been my experience so many times up to this point. Something's going to get in my way. But I was like, I can't control that. I'm just going to keep going, going to keep training and to keep working towards this goal. And let me tell you, I was not able to do all of the training that I set out to do. When I put together this plan in January, this is when I'm going to run this race. This is how I'm going to train. These are the things I'm going to do. And then, of course, life continues to happen. It's easy to get distracted. It's easy to have all of these other things take precedent in our lives and to put that dream on the back burner. So, no, I did not train as well as I would have loved to train physically. But I went out there this weekend and I completed the race. I ran 13.1 miles and it was an amazing experience to know that you have been dreaming a dream for so long, that you have been working towards this goal in your mind and it actually happened. And so what I want for us in the next few minutes together is to talk about chasing our goals, our dreams, the things that we would love to do, but we always talk ourselves out of. So there's many reasons that we never go after our goals, our dreams. There are so many reasons that we give up if we try and it doesn't seem to go as well as we would like. Sometimes we're just afraid to step out of our comfort zone because they call it a comfort zone for a reason. We're comfortable there. We are doing the things that we already know how to do. And when so much of our life feels uncertain and chaotic, it's nice to have that stability, that predictability. I know that these things are comfortable and familiar to me. And so naturally, our brain and our body wants to revert to the familiar, to the safe space for us. But that is not where growth happens. Growth happens when we step outside our comfort zone, when we do the thing we don't already know how to do. That is where we become the best, fullest version of ourselves. We become our fullest, most authentic self. So that doesn't come from staying in our comfort zone. We also tend to not go after our goals sometimes when we are so overwhelmed with life. If you are navigating a deployment or you're in the middle of a PCS or you have a lot of life circumstances or you're trying to work full-time and take care of the kids and do all the things, life can feel overwhelming. And when your brain, your body is under that much stress and overwhelm, you don't have the reserves to be able to pursue the dreams, the goals on your heart. And so sometimes it just has to start with taking care of yourself, pouring in 
filling yourself up so that you have the bandwidth to have the emotional reserves to be able to go after those dreams. Sometimes we don't go after our dreams because we don't believe that it's possible or that we can do it. Or sometimes we're just afraid of trying and not being able to accomplish that goal. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of what other people would say. So we don't do anything. We just stay where we are. But that is not where the victory, the joy, the experience of doing something that challenges you and how you feel and how much you grow and what you learn through that never happens if we stay stuck. But it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And that's really what I want to show you today because you may be in this place where you don't feel like you're able to go after your dreams or your dream feels so big and so far away from where you are today. And so when we look back at my story and how I pursued this goal for the last decade plus of my life, it started with initially having this dream. But then Yes, I had a lot of things going on at the time. And I had a lot of obstacles that came about. Things that tried to keep me from pursuing that goal. I had a lot of life happening and I got discouraged many times. I felt like giving up on this goal, this dream, because it felt so far away. Because everything up to this point had shown me that I couldn't get past the Couch to 5K app. I kept starting over and kept starting over and I thought maybe this isn't for me. But I realized this was not even ever going to be a possibility until I took action, until I conquered those little goals. And so I think there's four key things that I have learned from this journey that I want to share with you. Um, And the first one being to just start small. If you're trying to start from I can't run at all to I want to run 13.1 miles, that's a big gap. And there's a lot of small steps along the way. Like I said, couch to 5k to just be able to run three miles and then to choose to be able to run for an hour and to be able to run a 10k and then to say okay now I'm ready to go after this big goal for me running the half marathon now I know some of you are probably much better runners than I maybe you've done marathons and this is not at all a big deal for you but that's what I love about these stories because the challenge is going to be different for each of us the 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 things that we want are unique to us But the principles apply to all of us. And so the second thing I want to say to you today is just to not quit. When you feel like it's impossible, when you feel like you've tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed, you're not seeing the progress, sometimes we just want to give up and say that's not for me. But what would happen if you didn't give up? If you just did the 5k training 
one more time. If you just tried whatever it is that you are after, that goal that you are after, what if you just gave it another shot and you didn't quit? What could be possible for you? The third thing that this experience really showed me is that our mental preparation is so important. Yes, we have to go out there. We have to physically take action. We have to do the work. If I am not out there putting the miles in, training my body, helping my muscles adjust, then I'm not going to complete that race. But the mental preparation is also so important. And and where I talked about my physical training not being able to set aside the time as much as I would have liked to train for this race, I did have an amazing mental preparation for this race. For this race, I can talk. Um, I started when I set this goal in January to to write down that goal and to look at it every day. I am committed to running this half marathon. Why am I doing this? And to say this is my goal, this is why I'm doing that and to look at that on a daily basis. Or I say daily basis, it was really probably more like four to five times a week. But consistently looking at that on a daily basis, reminding myself of what goal I'm going after and why it matters. And then as we got closer to be able to visualize running the race in my mind, to look at the course and say, here are the routes I'm going to be going. These are the things that I'm going to be thinking about. These are the things that I'm going to struggle with. These are the thoughts I'm going to have. What am I going to do when I feel this? When I feel fatigued? When I know that I still have so many miles ahead of me? How am I going to show up in that moment? Because I will absolutely tell you that the mental preparation paid off. Because I'm I'm still your average mom. Things did not go according to plan. We had this great plan of my husband and my kids going out there to cheer me on, taking me to the race in the morning, and then the night before, my daughter gets sick, and I realize they're not going to be there. Now I have to completely rework my plan the night before, figure out where I need to go to park, where the shuttles are, how much earlier I need to get up in the morning to get there that night. Um, my one child wakes me up because she's not feeling well. My other child wakes me up because I don't know what her issue was. But I did not get the sleep that I was expecting. I probably had maybe four to five hours of sleep that night. So I am more fatigued. I am getting up earlier. And when I talk about not physically training as much, I knew towards the end of the course, there's a big hill. You run around diamond head and you've got to go up this incline. So I knew I hadn't really trained on hills. So that's going to be difficult. But I didn't quite realize how much that was going to hurt at the end of the race 
when you are running up and as I get to the part where we've got to go uphill, that's when it starts raining. Now, this is Hawaii. It's not like a hard rain, but it's enough to get your shoes soaking wet. So now you're running up this hill wet. Then you got to come down the hill. And that's where my legs started cramping up and it was this realization of I am committed to number one, finishing this race, number two, running the whole race. And this is where all of that mental preparation kicks in because the last mile was much more challenging than I thought it was going to be. Um, and, And really, it was really tough. And it was just a mental game at that point. And But I had spent that time visualizing myself running the course, visualizing myself feeling these obstacles, these excuses of why I couldn't do something and what my response was going to be. I had visualized having that finish line in my mind. And when I physically saw that finish line, that image that I had been reviewing in my mind on a regular basis for so long that was the most amazing experience because I was to that point that I had visualized in my mind so long and crossing that finish line was absolutely amazing I I mean I don't even have words to say this is the thing that I went after um, that I've had a dream about for over a decade of my life. And getting to see that to completion was absolutely amazing. What it showed me about what I was capable of, what I can do, and what that proves to myself about building that self-confidence um, is is so, so powerful. And all of that going back to say it was the mental preparation that was also so important to going after a big goal. Yes, the physical preparation was key to success, but the mental preparation was also key because that's what helps you keep going. And then the last thing I would say, which is that is my big takeaway, is just to be able to enjoy the journey. If you are so focused on the end goal and you are hating the process, you're going to get frustrated and you're going to really just not enjoy life because it is just as much about the journey as it is about the end goal. It was about taking all of these smaller runs and learning to enjoy the experience of running, of getting to see so many sunrises, getting to see so many amazing views, getting to have that time away with no kids asking me questions. It's about learning to enjoy the process, enjoy the journey. And as I was running the half to be able to say, look at where I am today. Look at all these other people around me that are also chasing goals. Look at this beautiful scenery that I'm running down. All of these ocean views, the sun rising over the water shoreline and this experience to be present, to be in the moment and to enjoy the process, not just getting to the finish line. That is so important when you are chasing a big goal. 
And honestly, the running the half marathon was also amazing for me personally because I feel like so many of the goals and dreams that I go after are really big and they are things that I'm going after changing the culture of military spouse life, helping us learn how to thrive in the season of life that we are in, trying to raise healthy human beings who are resilient, trying to build a life that works for us in each and every situation, in each and every location that we live in. And all of that stuff is stuff that you don't necessarily see a big payoff in the short term. But running the half marathon was a way to see what it felt like to accomplish a big goal, a big dream, and to get that experience, that joy of knowing that you accomplished a big goal. So let's wrap this up. I know that some of you are going after goals and you are in this place where you are struggling it's hard. There are so many obstacles that have gotten in your way. You, you've been tempted to give up. You may not yet see the light at the end of the tunnel and you're questioning why you're doing this. Um, there are so many reasons that might be keeping you from your goals and from your dreams. But I just want you to sit with the question, what if you didn't give up? What if you kept going What if you found a way to keep making sustainable progress? What if you keep celebrating those small wins? What would be possible for you? What dream could you accomplish? Maybe it's a really big one. Or maybe it's really small. I don't know what it is that is speaking to you and to your heart Maybe you just want to learn how to be more present with your kids. Maybe you want to take up a new hobby and you want to play the piano and you've never played an instrument before. Maybe you want to go out there and launch that Etsy shop. I don't know what is the thing that is on your heart, but I just want to encourage you today to keep going, to not give up, and to surround yourself with people Who will encourage you on the way? Because I know that you are more than a male spouse. You have amazing things to offer this world. And the most important thing that you have to offer is yourself. The fullest version of yourself. And I want to see you take steps of action and to step into that. So, I hope this episode was an encouragement to you today. If you are struggling and you just need to have somebody to talk about that with, um, feel free, pop into our free Facebook community, share what's going on in your life, and we'd love to surround you. Or if you just want to send me a DM at Millspouse Mastermind on Instagram, uh, I would love to connect with you there as well. If you are unsure of what your dream should be, the place I will tell you that is the easiest place to get started is by taking my free identity workshop, which shows you how to start getting back in touch with yourself, figuring out 
what it is that truly lights you up and how you can add more of that in your life. Because it, if our dreams are so buried, we first have to reconnect with ourselves to be able to step into pursuing some of those big dreams. That is available for free on our website if you just go to millspousemastermind.com slash workshop. I would love to connect with you in any way. I hope you have an amazing week, friends. Until next time, may you live filled, fueled, and full of joy. Hey, friend, before you go, the Mill Spouse Mastermind community is here to help you thrive as a military spouse. Figure out what lights your heart on fire and equip you to create a life of impact. You can have an incredible impact simply by heading over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. And if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others too. Spread the word by taking a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories so we can continue to reach more people, change more lives, and shift the way that military spouses look at life. Because we are better together, and together we can change the world. Let's do it.